This week's episode is brought to you by Design by Dunbar. If you need a logo design, flyers, e-commerce, website, or anything at all, go check out Designs by Dunbar at www.facebook.com slash design by Dunbar. What is going on, nerds of wrestling, and welcome to Uncut Promotions, a podcast by nerds of wrestling. Please help me welcome my guest at this very time. He is the promoter of Global Syndicate Wrestling, Brandon Iscari. Brandon, what's up, man? How are you? What's going on, bro? I'm doing great, Justin. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited. Huge fan of the Nerds of Wrestling page. Oh, thank you. This is absolutely a wonderful experience. Dude, I'm so glad to have you on. Uh, you reached out to me uh, a couple weeks ago and were like, hey, listen, I have this promotion. I have this show. I really want to uh, promote it on there. Can I come on? I'm like, absolutely. I'm looking at the card. It is absolutely a phenomenal card, bro. Uh, first, first, before we talk about your promotion, before we you know go on to that, tell us about you, man. Uh, tell us how you know you got into the wrestling business as a promoter. Sure. So I actually originally got into the business when I was 14 years old. I wanted to be a professional wrestler. I trained at a place called Body Slam Wrestling Organization with Richie Rotten, um, Section 8, and a whole bunch of others. And, uh, you know, after three years or so, when I was 17, I had a big injury uh, and had to have my whole shoulder reconstructed. And during that time, I kind of found filmmaking. So I started uh, doing film production. I've run my own film production company for about five years now. I've been in the industry for film for almost 10. And I figured one day it would be really cool if an old wrestling buddy and I try to marry our two passions of wrestling and film. So now we started our own company, having our first show February 20th. And, uh, you know, I'm handling the, the, I guess, the aesthetic of what you'll see, like, for the live stream. That's amazing, bro. Uh, tell us about your little, when you were doing film, how did you get into that? Well, actually, it was because of wrestling. It's amazing how one kind of goes into the other. Right. So what happened was um, when I was doing wrestling, I also was competing in weightlifting in the time, doing some other sports. And a friend of mine in high school was making like, you know, dumb YouTube videos or whatever, like cheesy handy cam stuff. And he's like, oh, dude, it'd be the coolest thing ever if you come on and just like beat us up or something and like, like a fight scene, but like wrestling or whatever. So we just did a bunch of stupid stuff. Like I'd elbow them and then they try to sell it. Like the rock took a stunner or something like that. And uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. So three months later or so I bought my own camera, started doing fight choreography, like action movie scenes. And then eventually that just turned into like wanting to tell a story and have a passion about it, which is the core of all of this stuff. That's amazing. You know, you said you got into the film industry for wrestling. Uh, you were you always a big wrestling fan growing up? Oh yeah, ever since I was uh, oof, eleven or twelve, I was flipping through the channels. One day I came across uh, Raw. It was a promo between I think it was Batista and Triple H when they were doing the brand split and yep. stuff like that. And I was just like, oh, you know, this is pretty cool. So I just started watching it, got hooked, and then found Shawn Michaels matches, and then that was that was it. Once I saw Shawn, it was uh, that's who I wanted to be. What is your all-time favorite Shawn Michaels match? Oh man, <laughs> it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, I'll be com- just for personal taste. I would say WrestleMania 14 against Stone Cold when he worked with a broken back. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, my personal favorite is uh, 25. I mean, okay, Taker, first- Taker. Yeah, Taker and Shawn Michaels absolutely, you know, destroy the destroy the uh, 
destroyed it. They stole the show. Uh, I remember watching a documentary with uh, a roundtable, I think it was, and Triple H was talking about that time they were on WrestleMania 25. It was Triple H versus uh, Randy Orton for the main event. Yeah. And Shawn Michaels and Taker go out like fifth or sixth. Mm-hmm. And they already stole the whole show. And Triple H is like, yo, we're fucked. Like, how are we going to follow that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> You can't, you can't. I mean, I mean, Orton versus Triple H was a good match, but yeah. And I another another Michael sleeper, like the the WrestleMania one. I I say because not because of the quality of wrestling. I say it because it was just the the heart that was in that match. For wrestling, like as a wrestling fan, do you remember when he fought uh, Cena? I think it was twenty three. Yeah, that was a good one. That not that one, but the night after the hour long rematch on Raw. Yeah, uh, yes, I remember that. And didn't Shawn Michaels win? The the rematch he did. That was my favorite. When they're it's like, oh, okay. So they just had like this 30-minute WrestleMania classic. And then the following night, wait, they went an hour the next night. <laughs> oh, wow. It's nuts. It's nuts, man. It's crazy. Uh now I know you I we were talking before. I know you say you didn't watch the Royal Rumble last night. Uh mm-hmm. but it's it's funny when you told me uh your prediction, and <laughs> your prediction was right. Edge won. Yes, yep. in 2021, Edge is the Royal Rumble winner. Who would have guessed? Uh, technically me. I don't know. Somebody asked me. I haven't seen it in months, and they were just like, who do you think is going to win? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, didn't they say Edge is returning? Yeah, Edge. Okay, it's going to be Edge. <laughs> yeah, he, he returned last year You know, as a surprise entrant. Not, no, what, I mean, it was rumored, but nobody would have guessed it was actually going to happen, and he came in. He he returned and he did his thing with Randy Orton. He didn't win, but yeah, he won this year from yep. the number one spot, which is absolutely incredible. Oh yeah, absolutely insane. It's crazy. Tell us about your show coming up, man. I know that you know you're excited for it. I mean, I'm I'm excited for it. Unfortunately, I can't go there, but I'm gonna try to watch it on uh, Fight TV. Uh, yep. Tell us, tell us the matches. You know, how did you get these people? Because this is a big card. We're gonna post it up soon, but it's a big card. So believe it or not, it's surprisingly easy to get these people. And I guess maybe my film production background, it's, you know, I'm used to finding talent and stuff like that. But it's just going on searching. A lot of people nowadays don't even have managers anymore. So it's like you go on their Instagram page. Here's my booking email. See what happens. Send their, you know, their verified account, not like a mm-hmm. fake account, a DM. Hit them up. See if they're interested. And then the negotiation begins. See if you can work out a deal where you can get them on the show. Um, we've got the, our co-main event is Deanna Perrazzo versus Shaw Guerrero, which is going to be a classic. One of the yeah. things for us as a company is we really want to showcase the best women's wrestling that we can. I don't right. want uh, the mud matches and bikini stuff. I just want the best in-ring product that you possibly can we take kind of like a japanese style approach in regards to like we're heavily influenced by like the 90s all japan king's road with arc like modern day pro wrestling noah that's really like our standard our original main event was supposed to be hammerstone versus joe Doering, a two-time triple crown champion for our inaugural world championship but believe it or not uh, because of the lockdown in canada which is where he currently resides he's not going to be able to make the show so our official announcement tonight is that we do have a replacement, and that is Austin Aries to go against Alexander Hammerstone for our first ever show. That is incredible. That's incredible. That is so amazing that you're able to even get um, Alexander Hammerstone and, and Austin Aries. Uh, were you always a fan? Like, it must be kind of surreal to think, like, you watch these people on TV, you watch them wrestle. Yeah. 
you know, even I'm assuming you went to a show to see him wrestle. Now you're running a promotion and you're like, hey, you're paying these people to come to your show to wrestle. It must be kind of like a surreal experience for you. It really is, without a shadow of a doubt. And I know I'm going to be giddy watching it from backstage. Just like, I can't <laughs> believe this is actually happening. I can't believe that this is, it won't even feel like it's my own show. That's that's honestly how it feels uh, when I think about this. I'm like, oh, I'm just helping out or something, and uh, but it, you know, it's been amazing. And like, Austin Aries is somebody who I've been following since the beginning. He's uh, one of the best wrestlers out there, and surprisingly enough, he barely takes bookings. He really is. He tells no to most people. Uh, we pitched him kind of what we were about, what we were talking about, and he's like. I'd be more than willing to do it. That sounds great, you know, for X amount of dollars, obviously. Of course. We were able to work out a deal, and he's excited about it. We're excited about it. And that, I mean, I personally think that's, we had somebody who was great, but we were able to replace it with somebody who's great as well. Hey, you know, who's to say you, you're you not able to get the person next time? I mean, I'm pretty sure. the Who was booked? Um, I'm sorry. Who was booked before? Joe who? Joe Doering. Um. So I'm pretty sure you get him after. I mean, yeah, it sucks with the whole COVID thing, but this whole COVID thing is not going to last forever. Oh, yeah. No, once the restrictions lift, like Doering said, he just gave us a promo. He still wants that fight with Hammerstone, whether he wins the title or not. So <laughs> we can't wait to see You know, when that match can happen. We'd love to see it. Do you have a lot of people coming to the show? Uh, I'm assuming your family, your friends are, are excited for the show as well. Yeah, no, everybody that everybody who knows anything about wrestling, I think, is excited about our show. You know, you take a look at the card. We have um, Jake Christ. We have Richard Holiday. We have Michael Elgin. Um, we have Vicky. We have Gabby Ortiz. We have Ricky Reyes or Cortez Castro. Smiley. We have so many people on that card that are established, well-known talent. So I think as long as you, you hear about us, you'll probably be excited about the show. When I was looking at this card, I'm like, damn, I know everybody on here. I was like, holy shit, this is so cool. Especially especially Wrecking Ball. Uh mm -hmm. I see Wrecking Ball wrestle on I see Wrecking Ball wrestle all the time in uh, Northeast Wrestling up in Connecticut. Yeah. So I, I know Wrecking Ball. Um I, I seen Gabby Ortiz wrestle a few times. Uh and you know, it's like this 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 uh main event, man, Hammerstone versus the Aries, uh it's gonna be a, a banger. Uh yeah. Are you excited for that match? Out of all these matches, which one are you most excited for? Oh, man. I mean, all of them. But uh, As a promoter, I, yeah. I, from my experience in wrestling, my thing is you always save the best for last. Right. So, for me, I am diehard excited for Hammerstone and Aries. But, like, the from what I've heard from fans and what I also believe myself, we have two sleeper match of the nights and one of them is Kristen holiday and the other one is wrecking ball and elgin because those guys are going to tear the house down right you know diana and shawl are going to kill it and i know vicky and ortiz are going to kill it so i mean every match is honestly i really don't see there ever being like a you know a bathroom break match on this yeah and a lot of mat a lot of uh independent independent shows have you know more than one women's match you have two mm -hmm. uh that's pretty cool that even even Charlotte Guerrero, like how were you able to get her? That's incredible. Like obviously, if you're if you don't know who she is, then you're not a real wrestling fan. Uh that's incredible that you were able to get her. Yeah. No, we uh same thing, you know. She has her booking email. We reached out, she was excited about it, we booked her, and um 
She's been an absolute pleasure to do business with. She has gone out of her way to promote us. She was just on Wrestling Inc.'s um, website and podcast, hyping us up for the show. Nice. Uh, and we have a lot of cool things planned. She's, you know, she's been great, and we really are excited to work with her. I mean, you got to You got to promote the shit out of a show, man. Like, especially yeah. your first one, you got to hype that shit yeah. up. You know, uh, when is this uh, show taking place? Where is it taking place? How much are tickets? Where can uh, everybody get the tickets at? So we are live streaming globally on Fight TV. So you can get the tickets there. It's $14.99 for a live stream. You can pre-order them now. When you go there, you have to do GSW Inception. If you type in Global Syndicate Wrestling, for some reason it doesn't pop up. So Fight excuse me, Fight TV, GSW Inception. You can get them for $14.99. Um, for tickets in person, we are limited with COVID to 100 tickets. It's 20 front row and the rest are general admission. Front row is almost sold out. So if anybody wants them, hurry up. They're $35 a ticket. General admission's 25. We will have merchandise, all kinds of cool stuff there. And you will get to see the show live in person and see all this craziness. Where is this show taking place at? Is it a big venue or a small venue? I know it's you said it's in Jersey, correct? Yeah, it's a smaller. Do you know the Monster Factory? Yeah, y'all there? Doing it at Monster Factory Dude. in New Jersey. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. That's awesome too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Legendary wrestling history. You know, a lot of a lot of the biggest names in history have come in. We've been talking with Danny Cage. He's yep. an absolute pleasure to do business with. Um, and we plan on probably having our shows for the f uh, foreseeable future there, just because with the pandemic, having a place that's already set up as a wrestling venue, not too big to where it's, you know, you're paying tens of thousands of dollars for 5,000 seats, but you're only allowed to sell a hundred. Um, it just made sense wow. to start off at a smaller venue, um, and basically fill it up to maximum capacity with the COVID restrictions. I mean, you're starting your first ever, um, as a as an owner, as a promoter, you're starting your first show at the Monster Factory. That is absolutely insane. That is awesome. That that is absolutely fucking incredible, bro. Uh, Thank you. When you were able to get that that venue, like a lot of must have been going through your mind, like holy shit, I can't believe I got it. Like this is yeah. awesome. Yeah, no, they were great. We actually originally were going to be about 15 minutes away at a place in Deptford, New Jersey, and uh, something with COVID or something happened over there, and they were not able to take us, so we started calling everybody that we could, and Danny's like, February 20th is open here, you know, come over, we'll talk, I told him what we were about, he was cool, and uh, said we could do it, so thank you. Thank God it ended up, it's an, a beautiful venue. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even think they were running shows there before that. But then I saw, um, I think Synergy Wrestling mm -hmm. was running a show there. And that's how I found, oh, they have shows. Oh, good. All right, let's call them. <laughs> have you ever been to a Monster Factory show? Uh, no, I haven't. I always wanted to go, but I'm from Connecticut. And like, oh, okay. just three hours away. And I don't mm -hmm. drive, so it's kind of hard. Yeah, uh, that's tough. I would definitely love to go to a Monster Factory show, man, sometime. Uh, but that's amazing that, like I said, you were able to get that venue. Any other shows coming up after this? I know that you said you had a few. Yeah, so we have a whole bunch of stuff planned for the year. Um, basically, like I was telling you before, instead of doing like monthly shows, we wanted to focus all of our attention on four big shows. So it's like our big four. 
Uh, we have Inception on February 20th. Our next show will be May 22nd. The following will be August 21st, and then the final one will be November 20th, all on Saturdays, and we're spacing them out pretty much once a quarter. Right. And we're also working on doing like a developmental brand similar to like an NXT or an AEW where it's going to be local talent um, that'll be putting on shows for free on YouTube with the intention of raising charity to help wrestlers in need. Damn. Yeah, dude, that's amazing. Do you have you. Any, yeah, no problem. Do you have your eyes on any uh, independent wrestlers out there? Uh, you mean for the developmental brand or for the main show? Just like for in general, like for the main show, developmental? Every, I have gone everywhere. <laughs> for the, uh, the developmental brand and or the main show, we're looking at Ken Broadway. He's an incredible talent. We've been talking to him. We're also talking to Hyan. Um, she's an awesome nope. lady wrestler that we're looking at. Uh, we've been in talks with Trish Adora, who's another phenomenal talent. Um, so we've got, we're reaching out to everybody that we can. We just are trying to get the best possible people. We've been in talks with All Japan Pro Wrestling and recently a couple of other big companies on doing talent shares. And uh, once COVID lifts, you might start seeing some people from over there coming as well. That's absolutely incredible, bro. Uh, I wish you nothing but the best of luck, uh, as do all the nerds of wrestling. Uh, thank you so much for coming on today and promoting your show. Uh, I'm excited. I I'm excited to watch it. I'll definitely be checking it out on Fight TV. Uh, I hope all the nerds definitely check it out. If you live out there in New Jersey, definitely go to that show because go for me. You know, I I'm not going, so you guys should go. Uh Brandon, man, drop some plugs and anything else you want to promote. Drop, drop the plugs. Tell the nerds where they can find you. Sure, I really appreciate it. It's yeah. uh, Twitter is at gsw underscore pro. The Instagram is at gsw pro. Website's gswpro.com. Uh, Fight TV, GSW Inception, uh, the Eventbrite. You type in Global Syndicate Wrestling, we pop up right away. And I think that's probably it, but I might be forgetting. Oh, Facebook, Global Syndicate Wrestling. Uh, page and a group on there so all kinds of stuff you know we're all over social media too youtube global syndicate wrestling uh starting in march that'll be when we'll be having the uh the developmental brand stuff going up so check out uh, the channel for that too hell yeah nerds go check out uh, global syndicate wrestling and go follow them all over social media uh until next time this has been uh an episode of uncut promotions brandon thank you so much man and thank you too i appreciate it no problem. And that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.